Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season one, episode three, The Balloon Man. Which, every time you say it, I hear Blue Man, and I don't know why. <laughs> Am I not articulating it clearly I enough? I think I'm just not listening. Okay. Uh, it was directed by Dermot Downs, and it was written by John Stevens. Okay. And These names have yet to mean anything to me. It was an episode of Gotham. It, that, it's, that's what they tell me. Yeah. Okay, so, whereas the pilot was bad. Right. Selena Kyle was better than the pilot. Right. But this one was worse than the pilot. It was. Yeah. Now, I know I complained about in Selena Kyle that there was a lot of whiplash. Yeah. That's all this episode was. Yeah, it really, it really was. I'm like, can we not just stick to a fucking scene? No, you can't. It's apparently. like, we'll have two sentences, and then we'll go over here, and then we'll go over here, and Yeah. Yeah, I, mm. it was um, it was. It still feels very forced. The characters, uh, Jim Gordon's still very wooden. Yeah, I mean, I know they're still trying to find their feet and they're learning to walk. But my God, yeah. I going back, I didn't realize how painful it was. I it, I think it took me. It took took it mm -hmm. took me mm -hmm. over two hours to watch to this get one. through this episode because I would pause it. And do something else because I just, it was so boring. <laughs> and you're like, oh, and I just shit, could not watch this. keep up. And I'm like, okay, I've got to finish typing my notes up. Got to finish typing. Oh, look, shiny. <laughs> uh, my people, they need me. Yeah. It was, oh. Okay, and I did some digging. Um, there is a DC comic character named Balloon Man. Okay. But apparently has no connection to what happened in this episode whatsoever. Okay, so that does nobody any Anywhere good. that I looked around, there I couldn't find any, so I don't know. They just liked the name. Okay. It was... There was balloons and there were men. It wasn't a creative name. There, there were balloons and there were some men. Yeah. So I there you go. Or a man. I, I don't know. <laughs> Are you ready for the recap? I guess, don't get too excited. Please, can we just get through it? <laughs> so uh, we start out with Oswald being back in Gotham. And my only thought was, this cannot end well for Jim Gordon. It was a crime. No, it cannot. I mean, this is just Boys not good. back in town. <laughs> yeah, and he, he gets that moment of, oh, I'm back in my cesspool well, of a city. We, well, we go through the crime montage, and yeah. it shows, and, my, and I have questions on this. This has got a crime montage. Is this to show how corrupt Gotham is, how corrupt it has become, or was it already corrupted or before i got I the impression that it was like oh, okay i'm home now this is what it's usually like and this is what he thinks of is yeah i guess yeah I don't know. so um that's all we see of him and already i'm like i would like to know more about oswald yeah. what because what he's doing he's is a very interesting character he is and of uh, the characters we have yeah and so elsewhere there's this rich crook richard danzer and nothing in canon on him he is uh, out on bail, and he's, like, fleeced people out of heaps of money. It's kind of a Bernie Madoff thing. Oh, uh, Ponzi schemes yeah. or whatnot, yeah. And so he tries to escape his apartment without the press seeing him. But he's confronted by this balloon salesman in a pig mask. The Professor pig mask, it looks like. Yeah. I guess but it's yet a nod it's to that. Not? It's a, like a plastic. Yeah, it was very weird. And Well, and the fact that they had Laszlo last in the last episode and they put this mask in this episode, it's almost like they have this set of Easter eggs. Yeah. Say they have an X amount, 100, let's just say. They have 100 Easter eggs, and they've got to scatter these Easter eggs among 
the uh, they ended up with 22 episodes. Originally yeah. it was 16, and they extended mm-hmm. it to the, the 22. Um, and so they just kind of threw them up in the air like pixie sticks, <laughs> and we're going to put them all here, and yeah. just threw them wherever they ended up. And I think they shot their load in episode one, though. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm guessing it's a nod to Professor Pig. I don't know. So, uh, I just, it came off, for somebody who didn't know who the hell Professor Pig was until you told me, I was like, this is just weird and I don't understand it. So, it didn't go over well with the non-canon yeah, their, fan. Yeah, their their choice of Easter eggs and how they place them and use them is just kind of, eh. Yeah. So, uh. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but. The guy in the pig mask, uh recognizes him and he proceeds to strap uh this cuff to dancer's wrist and he inflates this giant balloon and dancer goes up up and away okay that was pretty cool though that was cool but until you start thinking about it really hard no no (laughs) the show doesn't think hard no it does not you know that no (laughs) so we move on to um jim and harvey are inspecting this cart and um yeah. Harvey is super cranky and he already has his hat on. But he doesn't want, he's not interested uh, in investigating. He wants to go get himself a pastry. Yeah, and he he's, said, he said that basically Danzer deserves what he got. Right. Well, And he deserves a pastry. Well, he deserves a pastry. He is employing the treat yourself technique. Yes. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> that is what he has gone to do. He has. And I can And I've got that, that in quotes. Treat yourself. In my notes. Treat yourself. <laughs> Y-O-S-E-L-F. Technique. <laughs> Um, so back at the precinct, uh, Jim meets up with another cop, this Lieutenant Cranston guy. Okay. Bill Cranston uh-huh. is not in canon. Okay. However, it could be a nod to Lamont Cranston. Okay. The Shadow. Really? He, was he DC? He originally was a radio show, but the character did end up making appearances in DC Comics. Okay, I did not know that. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The Shadow, the shadow Knows. <laughs> I used to actually listen to that show. Oh, wow. I did. I my, remember the Billy Zane movie. My dad was a big fan of radio shows. Yeah. And it would be like his Christmas gift. We would give him these box sets of like the... The old radio the shows. The radio shows. Yeah. One of them was The Shadow, and we would listen to them. We'd turn the lights out, kind of dark, and we would listen to, Only the Shadow Knows. Only the Shadow Cares. Oh, wait. And Sorry, I remember the super bad Billy Zane movie with the purple oh, yeah, sure. spandex. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, Lamont Cranston was The Shadow's name, so that's the okay. only. So, But my so, question is, are there any good cops in... They're, they're not making a great case for them. And the funny thing is, Montoya and Alan think they're good Other cops. Other than the, yeah, the MCU. Well, they think they're good cops, but they're horrible they're really at their jobs. Yes. They might be honest, but they're just not good cops. <laughs> <laughs> just want to smack them over no the head. no one will work with them, though. They, have, they, they are working up against a wall here. Uh, yeah, I admit that. that and the, it doesn't help them that they go around going, I'm honest. I'm the one honest cop. We're the, we're the two only honest cops. We're, honest. Yeah, that's yeah, it. We're, we're the honest, honest. ones. Did lie we tell you about that we're lie about yeah. it don't be yeah. honest yeah so um so this guy is an asshole and he's clearly crooked um and he makes this big show about getting o'brien out and o'brien's mm-hmm. this award mm-hmm. that he uses to beat the shit out of people like fucking oscar <laughs> and so jim's like oh, okay so you know and this this i felt was really um heavy-handed with the way they presented him because at this point i was like 
Okay, this guy's here for a reason. Oh, yeah, he was all up in your face. And he's not here for the long term. No. It felt like we are introducing this character purely so he can be a thing later in the episode. Yeah, a plot device. Yeah. Purely a plot device, yeah. and that was it, not a character. So, uh, so Jim wants to catch the killer, and Harvey really doesn't want to be bothered. Okay, but Harvey's wearing glasses. Yes. I enjoy that. Just... Harvey yeah. was wearing glasses. And guys, I can tell you, okay, the way we watch Gotham and a lot of the other shows that we watch <laughs> is uh, we, we do text watch longs with each other. Yes, we do. <laughs> and I can guarantee you in an episode of Gotham, if Harvey puts his glasses on, one of us is texting the other going, glasses! Or angry hat. Or angry hat. Angry hat. Yeah. Yeah. These are the things we pay attention to. We do. We're, these this are is, very important. This is the kind of quality content you don't pay any money for. And be careful when ping <laughs> Penguin's hungry. That's true. He gets hangry. He, he does. He needs a new sweater. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> gosh. It's, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. So bullocks and glasses. Yeah. Swoon. Says right there. Swoon. And uh, Child Services brings in Selena to talk to Jim. And he takes custody of her. Well, Selena tries to sneak up on, like, kind of, she's sneaking up behind the bullock. And he's like, what are you doing? Looking down at his desk. Yeah. And he's like, what? Yeah. He's and like, he is not off? happy she's there. <laughs> yeah. She's cramping the date style. I know. <laughs> he just wanted a night out alone. Um, so Jim takes custody of Selena, and Harvey's not happy that, again, he's picking at a closed case. Or all Bullock thinks it's closed. Jim does Bullock not. Bullock says it's closed. Bullock knows good and damn well. Oh, he knows. Um, but he just wants to move on. Well, part of, in, in Bullock's defense, I say defense loosely, I mean, he is the one who killed Pepper. Yeah. So if it isn't the right man, then Bullock's... But it wasn't cold-blooded murder. No, he Pepper really was. was actively trying to kill he Jim. He was. So, I mean, Bullock I don't, had every right to shoot him. Yeah, I don't understand why everybody's like all butthurt over Pepper. I mean, yes, he was framed for the for the murder. Absolutely. But he was actively trying to kill yes, a Gotham cop. Yes, he was. So, I mean, they were justified Bullock in their was, actions. Bullock was absolutely in the right. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Because that could have just been a routine case. And he tried to kill Jim several times. A lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Not so, just a little bit. <laughs> just like the full dead. Um... So, Jim takes Selena on a field trip, and they go to the alley where the Waynes were killed, and she kind of fills him in on what happened. Right. And she says that she saw the killer before he covered his face. But it was dark. Yeah, but I can see in the dark. Gee, is she a cat? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's, we're just going to hit you over the head oh, over dear. and over again. Yeah. Um, so, Jim is still not entirely convinced. No. And she's like, listen, I stole this wallet. And that guy should have reported it missing. He's like, yeah, yes, he, did, he did. But. Places you in the area, but doesn't place you here. Right. And so she's like, listen, I took the wallet and I threw it down the sewer. So that'll prove that she was there when she says she was. So, and Jim, man, he actually does try to think this through. He handcuffs her to a nearby, like, fire escape. Okay, but wait. She is a child. Yes. She is a female child. Yes. She's going to have some skinny wrists. Does he really think those hand those metal handcuffs are going to hold her? Clearly he did. <sighs> but um, Jim, you ignorant baby, because she gets out of those like in two seconds while he's playing in the sewer. Well, she has the pen she stole from Bullock's desk. Yeah. Yeah, because Bullock very prominently is like, where's, where's my, my pen? pen? Yeah. And Selena can't stop from stealing stuff. So, uh, so yeah, she picks the lock and... Um, while he's down there in the sewer, and it looks gross. So gross. It's nasty. 
Um, he does actually find the wallet, and by God, she was telling the truth. But by then, she's gone. Oh she, yeah, she taunts him up from up she on the street, him. and then she's she's out of there. Yep. So, um, so I thought that I thought that bit was kind of interesting because it showed Jim that first of all, Selena, you can't just take her not take her seriously because she's a kid. Well, and the whole time she's trying to bargain her information for her freedom. Yeah, that's all she wants. That's all she wants. So you let me go and that's the deal. You let me go and that's the deal. And he's like, no, 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 no. And And you notice that's the only thing that got her talking about the murders was, oh crap, I'm going to be taken to this facility. Now I've got to use my bargaining chip. It's not, she doesn't come out of, for for the good good of her heart, you know, to try to help solve this murder. So, Jim, I don't think, knows how to relate to her because he's the Boy Scout that does the right thing and she's in it for what she can get for herself. True, and at the same time, you remember in the pilot, he had issues trying to relate to Bruce. Yeah. I think he's children. Awkward children He he doesn't do children. No. So, so I thought that that part was was pretty good. Well, it it progressed the story and and gave you some character development for like five seconds because that scene lasted like five minutes we got more of selena and that and that than we did the whole episode that was called that was with her name in it yeah 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 so uh we go to montoya and allen and uh, they just tire me almost instantly i'm like oh these assholes oh sure and so they visit fish and they're asking about kubulput and um she admits that he's dead and but she, she tells didn't kill him. Yeah, and she tells them that there is a rumor going around that Jim Gordon killed him. Right. And on Falcon's order. On Falcon and she said, Well, it had to be on Falcon's order because who would get a cop to kill somebody? Right. And um so she says that Falcone must be the one who put him up to it. Meanwhile, Oswald is confronted by one of Fish's goons as he's skulking around in alleyways looking at food trucks. Uh oh, he's hungry. And um, he just kills the guy rather viciously. He cuts he cuts like his Achilles tendon to to yeah because he's to get sniveling. the guy down and yeah. then he you know right and and I got to thinking um the penguin we all know and love is a heavy set dude right Robin very skinny guy is so not yeah they do put him in some suits that put him, make him a little heavier but if you've ever seen him um he's not, a beanpole he is this tiny skinny little thing yeah. so. I wonder if maybe they're putting these bits of him eating as he... And he does it a lot. Yeah. Um, as part of possibly... Uh, uh, Building his him up. E- his eating, trying yeah. to get him beefed up. I don't know how that might connect, but it's... I don't know if they're physically going to go that route with him or if... Well, as you know, we're never going to see... The final product. The fruition of That's true. Batman. And so, of course, the Penguin or J- J- all The these... Penguin that we know as it relates right. to Batman. It's never going to be. That's true. So this could so... be a good little bit of foreshadowing. But, yeah, it's, it has always it has kind of bothered me that they do have him as skinny as he is. Are they ever going to... I don't want to put a fat suit on him or somehow get him. Yeah. But he's, his face is so skinny. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's skinny as a rail. He is. So, I, I don't know. But I just was wondering if maybe the whole eating... Yeah. Thing might be part of that. I don't know. Because, yeah, now suddenly he has money for a sandwich. So, but, so if he has this connection to eat after killing. Yeah. And he gets to where he's killing a lot, then. Which already his killing has amped up significantly from the first episode. Maybe it's an eating disorder or something. I don't know. And uh, so this, but this time, did you notice it was a tuna sandwich? It was a tuna sandwich. Which is more in keeping with the penguin aesthetic. That's true. And he 
before what he had eaten was just what he got. Right. This, this is where he's what he's asking mm-hmm. for. So, yeah. yeah. So, telling you, if you've got a nice sweater or you've got a sandwich, bitch, yeah, watch just, out. Just, and if he's hungry, he's, he's going to kill away. you. Yeah. And, but he, he constantly, like you said, he was using that sniveling attitude to his advantage. Because there's no way in a fair fight. No. Oswald against no. that guy. He's never going to win. Not with that bum leg. He tricks him. Which we still have no history on what's no, wrong we with don't. his leg. Uh, so he tricks him. So I, you, the more I get of Oswald, the more intrigued I am. He is probably the most interesting character. Yeah. Uh, now, I enjoy Selena. I love Selena. I, I think she's adorable. Um, and Bullock, well, we all know how I feel about Bullock. But as far <laughs> as an, an interesting character. Yeah. Oswald is that we still don't know the full story on. Yeah, he's probably one of the most interesting characters. Now, Fish is pretty interesting too. Yeah, I I really like Fish. But Oswald is really interesting. She he's got he he has to be the most interesting character at this point. I think so too. And uh, so we move on, and Bruce and Alfred are having this fencing thing, despite the fact that Bruce. And we're doesn't ju- want to. And we're jumping storylines again. Yeah, yeah. Um, he really, he's very. He, I don't want he's to like, stop, stop, Alfred, stop. stop. And Alfred's just like goading him, and it's really playful, but it's also it's like kind of cute. Yeah, and I really, I wrote my notes that I love this Alfred. I really like him. I do too. Um, and he's trying so hard. He is, and so uh, it turns out that he's interrupted Bruce from looking at his parents' police file. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was a really good release. Yeah. For Bruce to get that out. And you see the beginnings of maybe some kind of training. Sure. Like, to be Batman is good for him. Right. Because up till now, he's just been brooding and, like, burning himself and... Well, and and physical activity really is good for depression. That's true. It releases endorphins. Because, you know, happy people don't kill their husbands. That's true. Legally Blonde taught us that. Yes. And uh, so... It would be good for him. But yeah, Alfred finds the files. And uh, he says, Bruce says that he's looking for clues. Alfred really just wants to protect Bruce. That's and Alfred, all he wants to Alfred do. Alfred asks him, what are you, a detective now? And I'm like, yes, I'm he's det- the world's greatest detective. <laughs> he's the Dark Knight. Don't you know nothing? But so You don't know me. <laughs> they're laying these, these uh, the seeds for this. Yeah, but sometimes they are like this when they are kind of hitting you over the head with it. Yeah. They're so, very heavy-handed. I mean, because it. they're not... Gee, is he Batman? It's not a surprise. We know Bruce Wayne is Batman. <laughs> and if you don't know Bruce Wayne is Batman at this point, why are you watching this show? It's <laughs> a very good point. Um, So, I mean, none of this is like a surprise. There's no. not going to be a big surprise reveal. No. I mean, a big surprise reveal would be if Fish turns out to be Poison Ivy. Or something, something like, yeah... Something where we're like, holy shit, I thought this was an original character. That would be crazy. That would be a big reveal. Yeah. But Bruce Wayne is Batman. We know this. I mean, the big reveal would like be Ed- Alfred's Batman. <laughs> I mean. And Ed, Ed, Ed Nigma. Yeah. Is, he's the Joker, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's the. <laughs> Enigma's the Joker. Yes. And Bullock's the Riddler. <laughs> this is just getting worse. I'm going to yeah. stop. But so, I mean, they're not, they're not like hiding anything from us. No. And you're right. Sometimes a lot of this is hitting us over the head because we are in the third episode at this point. Yeah. You know, so, but, uh, you know. But this particular episode is so jumpy from scene to scene to scene. Boom, 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 boom. It's like five minutes here, two minutes there. It's like, was that really necessary? Yeah. It's a cute scene, but was it really necessary put in that particular spot? 
I think in honestly, the there's a lot of this other crap because the case itself was is really pretty thin. boring and yeah, thin. It was pretty thin. So, um, so we move on to Montoya and Allen confronting Gordon at the station, and I swear to God, they will believe anything anybody tells them. I know, and Montoya, but only, but only. On the wrong side. Yeah, if you're a criminal. They will not believe anything Jim or Bullock or anybody else will tell them, but they will believe Fish and Penguin. And, like, Montoya, okay, maybe I can see that because later we find out, you know, a little bit more about her and Barbara. Sure. And so she's clearly got blinders on, but my, but Alan is going right along with her. Oh, yeah. So that literally any thug, yeah. any gangster will tell them something and they're like, yeah, I could totally believe that Jim Gordon killed well, this sure. guy. Yeah. Who Jim Gordon, who has, he's not blending in as a typical Gotham cop. Oh, and he's a war hero. He's a war hero, and he's very vocally being the Boy Scout. So, I mean, there's really nothing for them to go on. Well, they have no proof of anything anywhere ever. Yeah. And so... Talk about being some really bad detectives. Exactly. Oh, they my are God. horrible cops. So, uh, of course... But he, honest. But but honest, but just bad at their jobs. So, uh, he denies killing Cobblepot, which yep. he's really true because he didn't. He's not lying. <laughs> and, um, you know, they like you said, they have no proof. They have absolutely right. no proof. Right. And honestly, even if they really do believe this, they are such shitty cops playing their hand. Well, sure. Who does that? He's like, I totally suspect you did Follow him around for a while. Yeah. Gather some evidence. Be detective. Yeah, like actually do police work. They literally just go visit criminals. The only people who actually do do police work so far that I've seen is Bullock. Yeah. Mm hmm. Jim doesn't count. (laughs) All he does is stand around saying I'm such a good person. Yeah. So we go back to Oswald, and he is. Oh, excuse me. Trying to get a job at a restaurant, and he's not successful because he doesn't have, he doesn't even have the right shoes. There's a big jump in my notes here, so I'm a little lost. You must so have I'm just going to go tired. with you. Yeah, I'm going to go with you until <laughs> I catch back up because I'm looking, sitting here looking at my notes going, Where are you? <laughs> it was a really short scene. Okay, good. Um, so I go, don't remember the scene. I just. Yeah, so we go back to. Apparently um, it was so short I made no notes on it. We go back to the, the precinct and Jim tells Harvey about what Montoya and Alan said. And Harvey basically says, Listen, they don't have anything, otherwise they wouldn't have come to talk to you. This clearly means they have no evidence. Right. Which is true because they have no fucking evidence. Right. Because we know Cobblepot is not dead. No. Nobody's found a body because there is no body to find. <laughs> um, so. But he basically, again, just begs Jim to let the Wayne murder go. Again. And, of course, Jim's like, nope. Hey, Bullet just can't be bothered. No. Um, so then we move on. We move back to Oswald. And he's confronting the restaurant dishwasher that he spied earlier. And he's like, what size shoe do you wear? <laughs> and he's like, it's a nine. And he's like, well, that's for Those are some little feet. Know, he got little, some little feet. Little tiny feet. Yeah. Um. And so he, uh, this, this kind of goes back to, if Oswald wants something from you and you have yeah, it, yeah. you did. Sandwich and clothes. Sandwich and clothes. Food, food and clothes. This yeah. is what he, these yeah. are his, these are Penguin's motivations. Yeah. So, um, so we move on and, uh, it turns out this, this balloon manufacturer has come in to the station and he, uh, he tells Jim and Harvey that some of his weather balloons have been stolen by an ex-employee. Right. And that the guy stole four of them in total. 
which right. is supposed to be right. your da 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 moment. This, I'm wondering if this little guy's supposed to be the ringmaster. I don't know. Maybe not. He was an odd little dude. He was an odd little dude. He was very. The act. He looked familiar. Do we know who the actor is? I don't. But he was like they kind of they went. It's like they went out of their way to make him weird. He has this hat. He's got these glasses on. He almost looked like the um the Monopoly man a little bit. Yeah, he was very comic booky. Well, and it it starts to happen in later episodes, not this one, um, where. They do have scenes and whatnot that look very comic booky. It, it looks which like a I stage enjoy. Channel. Yeah, I yeah. enjoy it. Because let's face it, look at their source material. Well, yeah. Well, like a lot of the scenes they do of the Gotham skyline. Yeah. Uh, are very comic booky. There are uh, some scenes where, like, there's a moon right off in the background. It's very comic book. Yeah. Like. And honestly, um, on some of the skylines, you can just almost see where the bat signal would fit in. I know. And, <laughs> and I, that's probably on purpose. It probably is. But yeah, so it just felt, it felt like that guy should have been more important than he was. Um, I'm looking to see. Who he is? Who he was, but I'm not finding a character name that would have connected to him. Is he the guy named Jimmy? Jimmy. Is that him? Clark, I think so. Clark Middleton. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's been in stuff. He was in Birdman. Okay. He was in Kill Bill. But yeah, he was just in one episode of Gotham, and I don't think he was meant to be a thing, but they made him overtly kind of over the top to where I paid attention. Yeah, he just seemed a little weird. Yeah. I'm not finding where he was. He's a guy that's in stuff. Because honestly, if you think about the way Gotham operates, which is pretty much keep your head down and shut up. Yeah. The fact that he has gone to the police to stop or to give them information on this vigilante. True. But he also mentions um, that he stole four of them. Those things were $1,000 a pop. That's true. So, no pun intended. Um, (laughs) Pun totally intended. Um, so that that's probably some motivation. Yeah, right there. Money's a big motivator. That's true in Gotham. And uh, so we move on, and the uh, the crooked cop that Jim met before is hustling this drug dealer on the street. And just in case you didn't know he was crooked before, you totally know he's crooked now because he's hustling a, a drug dealer did for we, money. Did we miss the scene where Jim and the Jim and Barb scene? No, I don't think so. That's later. Where is it? Because I've got dramatic Jim getting ready before the Cranston scene. Oh, no, no. That's below this. Okay. Because I did the same exact thing. Dramatic Jim dramatically getting ready. <laughs> it was such weird. a dramatic scene. So, uh, so yeah, this crooked cop um, is in the street and um, he gets attacked by a hot dog vendor now. Because, oh, sure. you know, well, we, can't he lost pose, his card. we can't pose as a balloon vendor anymore. Well, no, that's no, so last no. last murder. Um <laughs> And they uh, they scuffle, and at first you think the guy's going to get the upper hand, but then the balloon man manages to get the cuff onto his ankle, and yeah. up he goes. Yeah, just kind of last minute. Yeah. Well, he there's a scuffling back and forth. Cranston searches his pockets and pulls out papers and, and stuff. Yeah. 
a true, true quality cop. Oh, sure, sure, sure. A and plus then, number uh, one Gotham cop. <laughs> and then up he goes. Yeah, and then up he goes. Um, and so we go back to Wayne Manor and Bruce won't eat and Alfred is clearly worried. Well, sure. And Bruce is starting to look into the Balloon Man case. He's quite interested by it. Sure. From uh, the papers. Um, this is when we have uh, Dramatic Jim dramatically getting okay. ready for work at Barb's place. And um, at one point, she says something about him living, like, in the first episode. When you live here full-time, it looks like he lives there full-time hey, now. I don't even know. We haven't seen Jim's apartment. No. We've only seen Barb's apartment. Right. So. And, mm. while, and, and while I know that she's important in the canon as, as his wife and the mother of his children, I still really don't like her. Yeah. She's so flat. Yeah, and I think that's my problem with her is uh, she could be really cool. Mm-hmm. She could, they could do a lot with her, yeah, but they're not doing there. anything with her. No, they're not. They're making her whiny. They are making her annoying. She's almost, it's almost like they're trying to make her Jim's conscience that's but, nagging at him. But they're but making not her even, more of a liability yeah. than anything. Like last episode when she called in that tip to the newspaper. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows Jim was involved in that. Well, yeah. I mean, Harvey knew right away that, that Well, true, you know, but Harvey knows his partner. That's true. He knows his boyfriend. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just, it, I think that's what frustrates me about Barb more than anything, is that she could be really cool. Mm -hmm. She could be this dynamic female character. But she's not. And she's just boring. She's I get boring. more from Essen who we can barely even, see. We haven't even seen her outside of her apartment or no. her penthouse no. or whatever. She just skulks around her penthouse all day is for what yeah. I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... So, so they talk about the case and I put in my notes, don't tell her anything or she'll call the press. <laughs> and uh, so he's upset that nobody cared that, you know, when the bad guy uh, got taken but away, but when it's a cop, they care, which actually goes against the way the whole city of Gotham actually reacts because they get involved because it's a vigilante guy going after bad guys. Right. So it, that didn't really jive for me. He makes a point of saying, oh, people weren't interested until it was a cop. But then like, well, Two I seconds think, later, I the think, people are interested because he's a vigilante. Well, I think he means the the police department didn't care. Okay, I got you. That does the people who sense. were supposed to do the to do something about it don't care didn't until care it's a cop until it was a cop. Yeah, because he was a crooked cop, that, and everybody knew well, he was yeah, crooked. Yeah. So, but I think that's what um, what Jim was referring to. But yeah, the 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 Gotham City, they were interested. In, you know, hey, my, my landlord's name is yeah. Harold. Yeah. So, uh, go to the police station and Essen is super not happy. Which, honestly, is Essen ever like, good job, guys. She's always just pissed at them for something. She really is. <laughs> she, but just think about it. Trying to wrangle Harvey and Jim <laughs> has got well, to Jim be exhausting. Wouldn't, Jim wouldn't be that hard, but... But, well, but he Harvey, is, though, because he's constantly, like, trying true. to do the right thing. Yeah, he's always going against the grain. He's not yeah. with the program. Yeah. And his, his, his face just bothers me. This entire scene. <laughs> Jim's face? This entire scene, his face is just Plastic. blank. It's, mm. Yeah. It's hard to show what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I'm with you, though. I'm like, is Ben just be, playing it really flat? Or is he being told to play it or is this Yeah, is this directing or is this a, an acting choice? Either way, it's bad. Yeah, because it kind of goes back to the way uh, Hayden Christensen played um, played Anakin. When you're just like, I really... Now see, I it's just so flat. Really, I really didn't. As, as a big Star Wars fan that I am, I... I you like the real ones. I, <laughs> I do. 
thank you for saying it yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, I, it's the original trilogy that I love so very much. I'm, I am one of those people who went and saw the original Star Wars, in the uh, A New Hope, in the theater the first time. Yeah. So I, I go way back. Um, and I remember seeing, I was four years old. Oh, wow. I remember seeing it. Um, but it, so, but yeah, so I didn't see that. It kind of, it kind of remember, it reminded me of that where it's just like, are you honestly just choosing to do this? Because even if, even if the actor comes in and says, all right, listen, I'm going to play it this way and it's not working. I would expect the director to step well, in at that is, point and this say is three episodes yeah, I would, of Jim being a mass. Yeah. So, I mean, I would expect somebody to step in and be like, buddy. Okay. Come on. So I, I can't, I don't know that I can entirely blame Ben, but you can't entirely blame the director, right? Because so, Ben's the one doing it repeatedly. So I don't know. I just, well, he's kind of pretty. Yeah, uh, he ain't that pretty. He's not that pretty. So yeah, once again, Jim is the most boring thing in the scene. And the problem, my biggest problem with it, he is our main. He is our main character. Yes. yes. Or he's supposedly we don't get, an, we don't get enough our top of anybody ca- else, yeah, right? For it to be satisfying. Sure, because Bruce isn't our main character, so no. he's got to be, you know, classified as a main character. And I want to like the main character of the I story. I do too. I but... love Jim Gordon canonically. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, great... Commissioner Gordon. I love. Yeah. So he's yeah. everybody's dad. Yeah. So anyway, so um, so they potentially it turns out they have two more targets out there because if they're going off of the fact that four of the balloons were stolen, right? Which because, Essen was not happy to hear about because this guy couldn't get his hands on more weather balloons, right? To do his reign of terror um and so they think he'll go after another corrupt public figure which is really which funny is pretty much anybody and they say that they're like this is gotham who the hell isn't <laughs> you know right isn't corrupt that's a public figure so um this is when we get the harvey investigation montage bullock finding someone montage that's what i yes. have written here but he's still playing the bad cop he beats pimps up he talks to hookers boy she was tall yeah and when he walks back, he's doing, like, the gang sign thing. Like, he's all cool. And I'm like, oh, honey. Oh, baby. Oh, honey. Even Jim was like, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he beats. But but Bullock does supply us with the thought. Yeah, The train of thought it. behind yeah. it all. Behind The thing is, Bullock knows how to find people. That's his, that's his special power. He's a good cop. Like When, when he, he chooses, wants to be. Yeah, when he chooses to actually yes. investigate. He, that's what makes me think. My baby. He, he was Jim at one he point. He was. He's he's disillusioned. And I, is I that kind, the right word? Yeah. Yes. And I kind of, I kind of want now a uh, an origin episode for Bullock. Something, whether it was one big thing that happened or if sure. it was just he got beat down right. over the years. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a flashback to a fresh faced <laughs> um, Harvey Donald Bullock. Luke. Yeah. They, yeah. could, they could dye his hair down they a little, could, some of that gray out. And he doesn't have his beard, and he's all clean-shaven. Put a little makeup to even and out the little... And he looks like a red-headed Jim. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see that, because I think that'd be interesting. But yeah, so yep. you were happy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. So now we go back to Oswald, and lo and behold, he has a job with these shoes <gasps> in this restaurant. Well, apparently they had an opening. They did. That was convenient of them. Wasn't it? And so uh, Don Maroney shows up. And they've. This is the is, first time we've this, seen. Oh, say him. this is Don Maroney's first appearance. They've talked about him, right? But we haven't seen him until right. Now. And apparently, I closed IMDb. Did you? He looks familiar. He's a guy that's in stuff. But that's who he is. I was thinking, yeah. oh, I know him from somewhere, and no, I don't. 
Um, he's just one of those guys that's in stuff. He um, uh, he's most notably um, he's been in Dexter. That's right. I think that's been really really popular. Um, but I, I oh yeah, here it is right here. I did make notes of it. Maroney oh, played by go. David Zayas, Oz, and Dexter. He was in Oz. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, I, I but I never watched. I, I watched this first season of Dexter. Yeah, but I, did. I didn't have Showtime after that, so that's as yeah. far as I got. And and I think he does a good job with the character because he's a gangster, and I don't think he's supposed to be very redeemable. No, he's kind of smarmy. Yeah, he's greasy. Yeah, he's icky. very greasy. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Don Maroney shows up. Right. That's pretty much all we get of it at that point. Yep. And this is uh, we go back to and Harvey and Jim, and we jump. And uh, this is when they they find this guy's apartment that they're looking for, and this is where and Harvey gives, gives the reasoning. Yeah, behind. he he gives the the train of thought that the the prostitutes remembered that this pimp guy remembered that these other people, and he just goes. And I don't, I'm not going to sit there and go through the whole thing because I didn't write it down, but it made perfect sense to me. It did when it got then, to the end of it, and they even pose as this guy's favorite Chinese restaurant, Dragon Palace. Yeah, which you and I would open. We we're like oh, Chinese yeah. food, sure, whatever. Um, so. They, of course, they confront this guy and a fight ensues. Well, Bullet gets thrown around and it's glorious. He does. He gets his ass beat. And handed to him by this woman or who's half his size. Is it a woman or is it a man in drag? Or I wasn't I thought quite it was sure. a woman. She was tall then. She was tall, but she had on some big old heels. That's true. She had some That's big true. heels, but she seemed to, well, whatever yeah she was because it was definitely a she that's true that's true. whichever whatever the gender um, may be but there was a she involved but she was very she had the the very feminine legs yeah 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 it was really funny though because uh jim's calmly cuffing their suspect oh yeah and she's raising this tv over bullock's head and bullock's like could you help well and it's a good thing that he gets the the the, the easy suspect because as we know bullock uh Gordon tends to get his ass handed to him more often than not. Yeah, so I think this was just so, Harvey taking one for the team because yeah. usually Jim gets his ass beat. Right. Well, and so Gordon's holding the gun on her and she throws the TV, which very unceremoniously bounces off the couch and shatters into the floor. <laughs> and Bullock turns around and punches her, has to get in the yeah. one last swing. And yeah. he's an equal opportunity puncher. He is. He, he is not sexist at all. He no. will punch anybody. He will literally punch anybody. Good to know. Um, so we go to Fish's place and her... Another jump. Yeah, her little boy toy, Laszlo, yep. is worried about her. Aww. And, uh, Fal- you know, we know Falcone beat him up to hurt Fish. Right. And um, she wants the girlfriend of... And it took me, it took me a couple times to figure out who they were talking about because she calls falcone the roman does she is that what she's saying the roman's girlfriend um so she basically wants is he from rome i I mean he's playing the italian mobster thing whatever but i don't know so she um she mean it to be derogatory maybe i don't know i just don't do you know no why don't you know (laughs) because they don't I don't remember them ever referring to him as that again. Yeah, before or after. So I just thought that was a weird uh. choice. Um, so, But she wants Falcone's girlfriend um, to have an accident. Yes. And she also wants Laszlo gotten rid of. So, yeah, my note says uh, getting rid of all the squeezes. Yes, getting rid of all all the the dates and whatnot. Yes. Um, and so uh, we go back to we jump. Barb's apartment. And I don't care. Already when I see that fucking clock tower, oh I'm God, like, this is going to be boring. 
Um, so Montoya is super creepy and lets herself in. I know. I don't care if she has a key or not. That's just, you don't do that. Especially when you know she's got a fiance who's pretty much yeah. living with her. Yeah. That you, is some serious border crossing. Yeah. You don't do that. Boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. boundaries. Borders. Boundaries. Something. Something. There's um, some crossing going on. And so she wants to talk to Barb about Jim, which big surprise. That's apparently Montoya is like the biggest Jim fangirl. That's all she can talk about. <laughs> it's like fucking mean girls. It's true. Yeah, it's true. But, so, she, but, she, but she cares about Barbara. She does. And she tells Barbara about Oswald. Yes. Um, once again, we have no evidence. None. That he has done this Zero. thing. Um, and so Montoya insists she's telling the truth and does this whole look into my eyes. And I wanted to be like, bitch, you're not telling the truth. No. You just will believe anything somebody tells you. Right. And then she kisses her. Right. And Barb still ends up kicking her out. Well, sure. As, as Barb should have done. And it's really weird and awkward, but clearly yeah. if you didn't think they had a relationship after the pilot, this I think was just like, yeah. Hey, by the way, they were well, girlfriends. Yeah, I, hello. Um, figured out. Yeah. Uh, now I did a looking and, and Renee Montoya is canonically bisexual. Okay. That's cool. Um, she is, uh, she had a relationship with, uh, but they don't really show her with anybody until, mm-hmm. uh, in the new 52 series. Okay. With Kathy Kane. Okay. Batwoman. She is a, a Batwoman. Um, but Kathy Kane is canonically a lesbian. Okay. One of the first lesbian characters in the DC comic world. Wow. Yeah. Um, not the, but. One of, yeah. Um, but still, They're not overflowing with LGBT characters. No. But uh, th- apparently this particular one caused a little controversy because she was just out from the start. Okay. So I don't know what that's all about. Get over because, it, I mean, DC. Really, who cares? Well, I think DC seems to do it a little more than Marvel does. Really? Yeah, I, in my from what I've seen. Okay. Um, well, you know, Marvel's hesitant. Well, I don't know about current. I think currently they're doing better. I think they're trying to, to move yeah. Well, yeah, they're trying to move forward with that. But I from my experience between DC and Marvel, which is very, very limited, and somebody's going to call me out for this, and, hey, I don't care. Let me know. Tell me. Yeah. Um, but just from my short experience here with these podcasts we've been doing, I see a lot more of it in DC. Okay. Than I have in... That's fair. Any of the Marvel in Agent Carter. Well, they do. In Agent Carter, it's... You want it to be there. But they we'll want it the, to be there. We'll, I know. Holy we'll, shit. We can save that for the Agent Carter yeah. uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, but there's none of it in the Marvel movies. It's not canonical. Um, well, I've read an article recently that, uh, what's his name? Fang? Fane. Oh, the Marvel dude. Oh, James Frame? Yeah. Uh, you know I can't pronounce crap. Uh, he was talking about that they... <gasps> oh, no, Kevin Feige. That's the one, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige. Uh, there was an article recently, uh, this being July of 2015, uh, where they were talking about how they might get a gay character in the <gasps> Marvel MCU sometime in the next decade. I'm oh like, my gosh. Decade? Decade. Well, you know, look how long it took us to get a lady-led movie, and it's still not even out yet. No, and it won't be out for several years. Yeah. And it got pushed back because of some other crap. Fucking Spider-Man. I know. But yeah, so... This, this to me, was, it, it, it's a horrible train wreck of two characters, but I was like, okay. It's like, this, here's a train, there's a train, right At together. At least we're getting some, we're getting some 
uh, yeah. bisexual representation. Sure, which is great. Because even it's if... It's just so badly done. It is, but because even if they're playing... On the acting side of it. Yes, and the story side of it. But even if we're getting Montoya as a lesbian... The fact side. Yeah, yeah okay. in this... and Because we don't know from Montoya's side, but Barbara is clearly bisexual. Sure. Um, she's She was with Montoya, and now yes. she's with Jim. Yes. Um, and just if you're playing at home, kids... That does not make Barbara straight now because she's with Jim. <laughs> no, That's it not how it works. No. Um, so I did like that. So this is one of those things where you get a little nugget of something that could be cool, but it's fucked up. <laughs> because I could give two shits about Barbara at this and point. And less than Montoya? Yeah, because Montoya just frustrates the shit out of me because she is a horrible, horrible cop. Like we said, she's honest. But she's a bad cop. And apparently she's a worse person because she just walked right on up into that apartment. And she's only been sober for a year. She makes the point of saying so. It's like she's overcompensating. On at, that's what I was thinking too. It was like she's going to be yeah. this righteous, you know. Yeah. But, you know, just no proof of anything. I would love to see her take her righteous indignation into court. Sure. Because she has no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But your honor... But Fish said, yeah, oh, Fish well, totally if said. Fish Mooney says, then <laughs> it must be true. Fish won't testify to it in public. Well, sure not. But Fish totally said. Totally. Take my word for it. Yeah. So I, w- I was, I will give a shout out to the fact, because I remember we were watching, we talked about the pilot, mm-hmm. and we were like, okay, you got the fact that Montoya was in a relationship with Barb, and you were like, yeah, I got that too. And I was like, they can't possibly be doing that. They did it. And they did it. They and did it. And I was it. really yeah. kind of proud of Fox because yeah. this isn't just. Yeah, it's Fox, too. It's Fox. It's yeah. not It's, it's not, not ABC. Yeah, a- HBO, man. They would have fucked Oh, yeah. They're... Um, have you yeah. seen Game of Thrones? <laughs> Seriously. So I was kind of proud of them for that. But like I said, it, it, it was. It, it just could have been better written. Two horrible characters. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, like on the one side, but then on the other side. Yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> So we move on to uh, Harvey and he's... And like a train wreck, you couldn't stop watching. So, yeah, exactly. So anyway, so we jump again, and I'm getting so dizzy. Yes. And so Harvey is interrogating the suspect, who says he just sold the balloon, stole the balloons to sell them. Okay, this is the skinny dude that the... Okay. Yeah, yeah that yeah. they took down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he didn't see the buyer's face. But Bullock does have his angry hat. He does have his angry hat on. Um, and so the, the, the guy didn't see the buyer's face, but he tells them that the balloons will pop sooner or later. Which, der. Because apparently physics is still a thing in Gotham. Yes. And you know the only reason I was like, yeah, weather balloons pop when they hit a certain altitude is because of Kingsman. (laughs) (laughs) And that was after the fact, because that came out after this episode. And then I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Things things go up. They must come down for the most part. As soon as the guy tells him that, the cop's body um, goes thud on some poor old lady who's trying to walk her dog and kills her. <laughs> um, and so- Which reminds me of uh, In a Fish Called Wanda, <laughs> where uh, he keeps trying to kill the, the woman's dogs yeah. and give her a heart attack or something. Yeah. No, he keeps trying to kill the woman. He just something. And yeah. the dogs keep getting... It was... <laughs> you know the scene I'm trying to talk about, and apparently I cannot describe to save my life. And it's but... sad, though, because this shouldn't be funny, but it kind of But it was. is. Um, so... They, uh, Jim is at the, uh, the crime scene and he thinks that a priest is the next target, the diddling priest. 
And well, no, they, they actually, he was kidnapped. Or he, he was, was missing. Kid- he, was he was missing. missing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, okay, see, that's how invested in this I was. I was like, okay, right. I mentioned well, the priest. They, they, it was uh, Cranston that fell, mm-hmm. and they found in his pockets, they found all this, and there was something in it, and uh, Gordon looks at it and goes, oh, I know who the balloon man is. And yeah. Okay, so you wanna you wanna tell, and of course and we you cut don't to find out until yeah you don't find out till three scenes later. Yeah, so uh, so we go back to the restaurant and Maroni is talking very loudly about Falcone at at this restaurant, right? And we hear about Arkham again. Yep, and um, Oswald is bless him when he tries to do something, he doesn't generally take into account whether he's good at it or not. No. And so he was very clearly listening. Yes. And Maroney calls him on it. And they have a little talk. And um, gives him a little bit of advice there. He does give him a little bit of advice. And um, they see. Or a threat. Yeah. Slash threat. Well, you know, he is a mobster. That's true. He can do what he, he does what he wants. So uh, they see this report of the balloon man on TV. And he is struck again with that priest. And Maroney makes the comment of. You can't even kill a priest in Gotham. Well, at least not out in the open. <laughs> at least not publicly or, or yeah, something. something like that. Yeah. Now the priest. Yes. The priest uh, is Cardinal Quinn. Uh huh. Is <gasps> shut up. I don't know. But we know a Quinn. But we know a Quinn. But actually, her name isn't Harley's last name isn't Quinzel. It's, it's Qu- yeah. It's Harleen Quinzel. Right. That's her yeah, her actual name. But I just think. Maybe it was a nod. But then again, with... Because it was Cardinal Quinn. They've made uh, Ivy. They she did change her name. Pamela Isley, and now they've turned her into Ivy. So who the yeah, hell knows? Pen- Penny, Penny Ivy, or I can't remember. Ivy, Ivy Pepper. Ivy Pepper. She's That's Pepper's right, kid. Ivy Pepper. Um, but, ooh, I didn't even catch the Quinn part. I just was like, Cardinal Quinn? Quinn? Could Quinn? Be. Quinn? We best to be getting some Harley Quinn up in this show. Maybe some Harley. Well, and the only reason I actually really thought about it is I've been playing uh, Batman yeah, uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah. And um, at the beginning, spoiler alert for the video game, guys, uh, at the beginning of the game, you're burning Joker's body. Right. Which still leaves Harley Around. out and about. So I have my suspicions as to her character in the in the game, but I won't spill that here. Oh, for Harley. Since it's, currently, it's still a new game. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it through, so I don't know. Yeah. So I just was, and so Harley was on my mind, I guess, yeah. when I heard it. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like you said, Jim has, he's figured it out. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and it, the Jim guy, does police work. Jim actually. <laughs> write that down. And it's the most in your face police, like, hey, wait a minute. This is the form I gave that guy. Yes. It must be that guy. It really kind of came out of left field because I don't remember him giving anybody any kind of form. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't catch that the first time. But this whole episode is a what the fuck. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Switch, switch, jump. Over here. Look over there. Look over here. Shiny. <laughs> Squirrel. Batman. <laughs> Are you sure? So, now, they're at the desk. And yeah. I don't know. And, and I made a note of this. But have you noticed that their desks keep moving? No. One minute they're in one place in the precinct, another minute they're in another place. Like one minute they're right outside Essen's office, and then another minute they're over there on the other side of the room. No, I haven't noticed that. Of I course, did. You did. I did. Um, Magical and desks. Because like, I didn't. I remember. I remember distinctly them walking out of Essen's office, reaching, walking to the desk right in front of her office, and picking their coats off off the back of the chairs and mm-hmm. leaving. And then here in this scene, 
it's nowhere doesn't appear to be anywhere near we're, we're like where an with. office yeah. would be and i'm like did they just grab somebody's random desk and st- who knows they could have. i wouldn't put it past them but i also did notice that there is a uh, a pc right behind bullock on because he's says he's on the phone yeah because they got the crime board thing going on over here and, and Bullock's uh, on the phone and you can see the computer b- monitor behind him and it looks like there's a, a version of Windows on it. It's really? not DOS. Is it a tube it's monitor? It's got Windows, I think so. So it's not a flat it's boxy. screen monitor. No, it's boxy. It's, it's a big, the old big old thing. Thing that but used to l- weigh like 90 pounds. Right, that you could throw through a window. Yeah. Like office space. Yeah. Um, but it looked like uh, it was not a DOS base operating system. It, it looked, looked like, like a, a, click, like a Windows of. 93 really <laughs> yeah i know we're going way this was back in my day okay Woo. i know right uh but uh because that's something you and i had we talked about the show's supposed to be timeless and so i was trying to catch some yeah of those little hints and glimpses and so that's one of the things that i noticed in that particular scene okay. so i had to throw that in there Okay, um, so it turns out that this guy is the child services guy that we saw at the beginning of the episode that dropped selena off mm-hmm. And uh, they still don't know who the final target is, mm-hmm. though. Because it could be anybody. Yeah, and Jim has a little, he has another little eureka moment. Uh-huh. And he uh, figures that he's using an abandoned building, which was actually Harvey's appar- suggestion. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, because he was like, that's what I just said. Yeah. Because uh, apparently Jim's superpower is just suddenly thinking of things. Right, which I think he did it last episode, too. Right. Um, but but now, commission, but Gordon is canonically known to be able to make connection, to make those kinds of leaps. Yeah. That's what he does. That's yeah. what makes him good at what he does, is that he can make those kinds of leaps. I just, it doesn't feel very organic. No. It's it just kind of like, boom. Okay, we have to move him from A to B, and how are we going right. to do it? Jim gets an idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but Jim gets the idea that he is using the old juvie building. Or they should at least check it out. Yeah, yeah. they're going to check it out. Yeah, yeah. And so they search uh, the alley and they confront the guy. Now, I want to ask. I have a question for you too. What is up with the half-inflated balloon? Thank you. That was my question. Why is the balloon already inflated? Because in with the first murder... He had the balloons. He rapidly inflated it. But yeah, you it was you it was not one of because you see the balloon cart and they're all like these regular balloons. Yeah. And then with uh, Cranson, they just right up around his ankle, up he goes. Yeah. It, it inflates. Uh, now we didn't see the 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 cardinal or priest or whatever it is. Um, we didn't see, actually see that happen. But here it is. It's partially inflate inflated, and and people that are puts, looking for a balloon guy. Well, sure. And, but see, that, that kind of pressure, it puts stress on the balloon and, and weaken it. And yeah, it didn't, yeah. it didn't make sense to me either. Other than, you know, oh, they had to see it. Cause he's got this cool, device. like, mechanism built with, yeah. with, he cuffs the thing and then it rapidly inflates and the guy's up. So, I mean, he's built this whole thing. So that was my was question cool. too. Why the Why? hell is the balloon already inflated? Right. Um, and so it, the guy takes Harvey hostage and How he, did he get the drop on Harvey? That hurts my heart. And he monologues about truth and justice. But he does have some good points. He does. He's not. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. And um, they scuffle. And Harvey ends up cuffing the guy to the balloon. And he starts floating Which up. Which was not a bad move on his part. It was not. But of course, Jim, Captain Boy Scout that he is... 
jumps, jumps up and, to grab the guy because he doesn't want him to. <laughs> and Bullock keeps telling his boyfriend, just to, let go. Just let go. And let then go. Jim keeps screaming, shoot the balloon. Shoot the bullet, shoot the balloon. And so finally Harvey does shoot the balloon down and they crash down. And yeah. Jim looks, he crashes onto the top of the truck. So our story has this really, really fast resolution. This particular, like you were saying earlier, the particular crime or whatever of this episode was just so boring. And boom, yeah. it was over. And just like the rest of the show, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't call something the balloon man, and that's the kind of like what they did with Selena Kyle. What did it have to do with Selena? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. they could have just named it Gotham episode number three. <laughs> I would have been okay with that. But uh, so we go back to uh, Fish's place, and Falcone is there again, and it turns out that his girlfriend has been mugged. Aww, which is just so tragic. That's terrible. And he promises. How did to, that happen? He promises to kill the guy. Oh sure. And anyone that helped him. Yeah. Falcone is not fucking dumb. No, he's not. They're, the veiled threats between these two is actually kind of fun. Yeah, because she, I think she knows good and well that he does not trust her. No. And he, he she's, knows. she's he like, knows. ever since the Waynes were killed, everything's been crazy. Well, yeah, they say that, and it's it's kind of, it's like, is so has this actually, this petty crime gone up since the Waynes were killed? Is there something, the whole Wayne murder seems to have set off a, a big chain reaction. But we're not really seeing the fruits yeah. of it. We have, well, we have no, no point of, of reference to yeah. what, like, is the crime like before. That, yeah, because is the crime we see worse? Like, it really should be like Jim and Harvey having to work extra shifts because mm-hmm. shit's gone crazy mm-hmm. or other, you hear another cop making a comment or something because like, like, your first thought when Oswald first comes into Gotham at the beginning of the episode, you're like, is this better or worse or the same? Yeah, this is supposed before. to Yeah, this is supposed to be like the decline of Gotham because it's the beginning of the supervillains. Yeah. But before the supervillains, all we, we had mob bosses, so uh, how much or is it it could be Oh, here's a theory for you. It could be that before the Waynes were killed that the mob bosses had more control over the crime over the rest of the crazy where now it's a little more out of control that orders aren't being given to do these things that people are just it's just happening maybe without I, you know coming not, down from on high i don't it's know it's not really clear yeah it's really not and um they mention arkham again yes and very prominently yes and so by god at this point Please tell me about fucking Arkham because you've said it 47 times. I know what Arkham is. Yes. Most people who are watching this know what Arkham yes. is or and what it becomes. You don't need to be watching the show. Um, it's kind of like if you don't know Bruce Wayne is Batman, well, why are you watching this kay. show? Tiny spoiler. Yeah. Next week's episode is called Arkham. It's called Arkham. <laughs> um, which I was so Damn much, it. super jazzed about. Um, so we see the balloon man as he gets carted off to the hospital and. He promises Jim that there will be more vigilantes. No. Which I was like, spoiler alert. Da-da. I mean, fucking Batman. Spoilers. Um, and so we go to Wayne Manor and Bruce watches the news report about him. Now wait. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, but uh, this didn't go where I thought it was going to go. Because I was very surprised when Bruce says that the guy was a criminal because he took things into his own hands. That was like, wait a minute. I know what you become. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of shocked me. 
Now, if from what I remember was that um, Bruce said something about it, but it was Alfred said, but he was killing them, so that made him a criminal too. Was it Alfred then? So that's what got me to thinking about how, uh, you know, I know we're not supposed to see Batman in this series, um, but we kind of see a glimpse of Batman here because Batman doesn't kill. He, he yeah. has this anti-gun thing. Yeah. Because the killing is what made this vigilante a criminal too. So if he right. became a vigilante that didn't kill people, then he wouldn't be a criminal. Yeah. That's the thought process, the seed that was planted that I saw okay. in that scene. And, and I, it could be that I was looking up. Or you were trying to do my notes. Right. So that's, uh, I mean, and the reporter says, who will defend the people of Gotham? Yeah. And uh, that's when Bruce finally starts to eat. Yes. It's kind of like he's got that determination. I'm, you know, you see that little seed being planted that he wants to, but in order to do so, he does have to eat. And, you know, grow. uh, And out and muscles and whatnot. (sighs) Yeah. Which is Alfred's been trying to get him. I, I think we kind of glossed over this a little bit, but Alfred's been trying to get him to eat. Like he was fixing him meals episode, yeah. and he was just, mom is trying to feed you, boy. Yeah. yeah. You need to eat. And so. I felt I felt really bad for Alfred because like you said, he doesn't know how to do this. He doesn't. He's He's, he's been, not a parent. No, he's been the servant before. He's been the the confidant of Bruce, but he's never been the parent. Right. And so he doesn't know how to do this. Because normally sure. it would just be like Martha or Thomas would be like, listen... Alfred made you this food, eat it. Yeah, there's there's that parental side to it and, and there's an emotional yeah. uh, adjustment to it all. So Um, and so our final scene, we move to Jim and Barb, and I'm so exhausted with these two already. Oh, I know, and here's my note where it says, so does Jim live in the clock tower or not? Yeah. I'm thinking he lives there. And um she says that uh he can tell her anything, except for that he can't. Because we know what happens when he tells her things. Yes. Um, and basically, Jim is depressed at how corrupt the city is, which, honey, welcome to the show. Right. Uh, took you a while to get here, but... Um, Thanks for catching up. Yeah. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so they get a knock on the door, and it is Oswald. Dun, dun, dun. Cut scene. And apparently, he has now gotten enough money to get his eyeliner supply back in sure well yeah and, and his, his hair his gel hair. yeah mm-hmm. well so, he has a job now that's true that's true so he's working um so yeah i was i was like this is gonna end badly oh sure there is no way this is good for anybody <laughs> uh somebody gonna get dead a little bit um, <laughs> but one thing um i did want to bring up uh, a little housekeeping note before i forget about it again um in our pilot i mentioned that the killer of Thomas and Martha calls Bruce by name. Yes. Tells him, uh, you know, uh, stay calm, Bruce. And I started thinking about that and I thought, I wonder if Thomas said that and I completely just misread it. Mm-hmm. And I went back and I looked and um, it catches it on closed captioning, but it it does not show either the killer. That sounds like something his father would say, though. Yeah. And see, that's what I thought, too. And I tried to prove it. Um, but it sounds kind of like the mugger guy. But also, usually when somebody's off screen and they start talking, they will actually... The closed captioning says who's saying... Yeah, it would say Thomas, and they don't show him say it. Right. And so, of course, this is now a thing that's been nagging me. Oh, dear. And so I went to try to find a script 
because obviously a script will say it. Sure. The only script I found was, I think it was the um, second production draft and it was leaked. Okay. And it, it doesn't have the line in it. Mm. So I don't fucking know now. I'm so sorry. And so now my whole big thing of him knowing Bruce's name may not be a thing, but it might be a thing, but they're not telling me. <laughs> but I'm it's become con- a thing because it might be a thing. Right. So now I feel I'm, you. I'm confused. Yeah, and, I don't know. It's, yeah. It does sound like something that a father would say to a son in a situation like that. It does. And that's why I thought it was really weird. In context. So I wanted to see if you could pull it up on Hulu later and see yeah. if your closed captioning picks it up better. Sure. And see yeah, if we it can maybe do that. kind of, because of course and, now I need to know. And we can confirm in our, in our next podcast. Yeah. Um, other than the fact that this episode totally gave me whiplash. Right. Was completely boring story-wise. Right. Had very, very little. We introduced new characters. We got Maroney. Um, it was, okay, I just did not like this episode. I'm more intrigued by all the peripheral stuff. Yeah, not I could, just characters, but their storylines too. I could care I, less about Barbara or Montoya. Yeah, but I like the whole fish but trying I wanna, to take over thing. I want to know about Falcone. I want to know about Maroni. Yeah. I want to know about Oswald. The gangster stuff over here. Yeah. The the I mean, even I'm, I'm sorry to say, the Bullet Gordon, everything going on here that we're supposed to care about. Yeah. Meant it was nothing. Yeah. I like I did not care at all. About our main characters. Yeah, and I really should feel something. Sure. And Barbara's just exhausting at this point oh, for me. Every time she comes on screen, it's just like, oh, I'm like, fuck. No. What stupid thing is she going to do to try to get Jim killed now? She does. And she's one of those that, because um, in the first episode when Montoya plants a seed of doubt in her head about Jim, mm-hmm. she gets all broody about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, no wonder you used to date. You both will believe anything anybody tells <laughs> true. you. true. They had a lot in common. Jesus. Yeah. So, but, and it's, it got me thinking, like, we don't know how long ago they were together. Shh. We don't know how long Not, they were together. No. Um, we do Not know that there. Barbara was apparently a drug addict, and so was Montoya. Yeah, right. Because um, so, that's what cops do. Yeah. Well, apparently it's very Gotham. Gotham. It's Gotham. Maybe that's why she walks around going, I'm the honest cop, because she is now. <laughs> She's really proud of it. Yes. But yeah, so I just, I can't, I don't have a lot for some of these people. Yeah, like I, like you said, the peripheral characters are far more interesting. The, I like, like the Bruce stuff, the Alfred stuff. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. more interesting. Yeah. Give me more Selena. But that seems to be, but the stuff that we're talking about seems to be the, the long game stuff yeah. that we want to know about, the, 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 the monster of the week. As, as they're called, I guess is the criminal. I mean, it's it's a lot. Of, it's a very crime drama esque show where you've got your crime, you've got your murder, you've got your investigation, yeah. you've got your wrap up. But that part's boring. Yeah, the procedural part of this is just boring. Well, it's and procedural shows in and of themselves are not. They're okay. I'm not a huge fan of them. Well, I'd but, be I'd be more okay because this is in the Gotham the Gotham comic universe but i want it's the long game of course we want to see what happens down the road you know we and you and i both like to to be that oh and this is going to happen and then two episodes later oh you called it yeah you know we we do that (laughs) and so we're always looking to the long game yeah um but both of us being fans of sherlock Mm -hmm. the long game is what we're always looking for we're looking for the details for the clues 
for, for I the, should be picking up on yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. This has got to be important. Exactly. It's kind of like the Easter eggs. Like, Laszlo, is right. he important? Is he really Professor Pig? Should I be paying more attention? Because just well, looking at his so character. And there's so many different little... Because just looking I don't, at... I'm, sorry, I'm down to speaking gibber, gib, gibberish? <laughs> gibberish. But just looking at Laszlo's character, I don't give a shit. No. He got beat up, and he was... He yeah, was I didn't care about toy. that. But I was now, more interested in Fish's reaction to it. Yeah, but now I'm like, well, should I care? Do I need to? Am look I supposed back? to care? Yeah. yeah. And the whole the whole prominent pig mask at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I that was that a thing? Like something I was supposed to pay attention to because right. it was very prominent, but yet nothing ever came of it. Right. So I yeah, it's to the point where I'm like, would you quit fucking around with me? Well, and it's almost like they're trying to throw so much in front of you. Yeah. They're like, but we got to get this in. We got to get this in. We got to get this in. We're slow. What? Because I like Easter eggs as much as the next girl, but it's going to get to a point where it's like, you need to fucking stop. Well, it's like I was saying. It's like they have this list of Easter eggs and we've got to get all of these in. We've got to cram this stuff in. Right. And they're introducing so much. And like in this this particular episode, they're bad about jumping from story to story anyway because they've got so many they're doing. Yeah. But in this particular one, it's like five minutes. Boom, 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 boom. You're constantly, if they had pieced, and they did this within Selena Kyle too, and I think I said something in yeah. our last cast, if they had just lengthened the scenes and edited, edited, with the same content, them, just with, right, just make longer yeah. scenes per scene, yeah, uh, or per area, it would have flowed a lot better. And you know, like, there will, Game of Thrones is a good example. It's got a crap ton of characters. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of storylines, mm-hmm. and as much as I will bitch if I don't see my favorite character that week, sometimes Tyrion. they have to go and say, listen, you're not going to see Cersei this week. We've got other shit over here that needs to be told, well, sure. and we only have an hour to do it. Right. So they don't try to hit right. every they'll single... They'll hit some characters this episode, and the next episode they'll yeah. hit these characters, and maybe kind of like, one or two. Like, maybe a little yeah. bit of that needs to happen right. here to where it's not like, I have to hit every single character. But they do have to hit... They seem to hit everybody. I Nobody. Think the only person we didn't see in this episode was uh, Enigma, and I missed him. Yeah, he was he was credited, but he was not... He was not actually... He was actually in, in it. it. Yeah. But, you know, so... I, I, I and he of, might have had a scene that just got cut. Could, it could very well be. But I kind of think it's like they're trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. And yet the things they take time to show us are like, hey, did you know Selena's going to be Catwoman? Because I'm going to show you 50 more Are you cat sure things. she's Catwoman? But who? Yeah. <laughs> but you But you And so that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, okay, you need to back off on some of these things and give me more of other stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if we see her with a fucking cat. One more time. <laughs> I know. It's really getting old. I mean, and it, I, I loved it at first. I, she was very, very cat-like. Mm-hmm. And I liked the way she moved. But but I think it was established and move on. But it was a lot more subtle in, I think, in the in the early days. I'm talking like two episodes ago. It was a <laughs> way little back more in subtle, the pilot. Whereas, like, you know, much more recently yeah. in the episode of Selena Kyle, where she's literally batting at the locket. Like, yeah, cat. I'm like, okay, that's a little over the top. A little over the top. That was <laughs> that's your typical over the mountain and through the woods. That's true. I did that. Yeah, we all batted things around like cats when we were 13. My cats don't bat things around like cats. <laughs> I have cats and yes. they don't do that. Yes, I've mm-mm. they're currently looking at us right now like, fuck you. Yeah, why aren't you feeding me? <sighs> but yeah, so I but like, I keep 
I the show it, does get better. It does, and there that's are, why we're here. There are such glimmers of hope, but I have s- such problems with it. It's it's just taken a long time to find its its groove. They are, yeah, they're fighting it. Yeah, they really are. Um, and I I kind of am interested to see the listing of of the writers and directors, which I haven't really paid any attention to until now. Yeah, and see how that see how that fits works in. out. Well, know. um, this guy, uh, he wrote. I want to say quite a few Gotham episodes. Uh, I think it was like four in the first season. Well, there's only 22 in the first season. Um, so I thought I thought that because to me this is something that needs a little bit of continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just throw crap out there because this is yeah he wrote four episodes. He wrote the Balloon Man, uh, episode eight, episode fourteen, and episode twenty. So he okay. he comes back several I have to times. See what episodes those are. Um, some some are really good ones. I'm not going to spoil anything, but oh, oh, you wrote that one? Yeah, and he wrote this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I will say this guy. Um, I was looking at his resume. Maybe because, he kind of had to do it last minute. Well, yeah, I was looking at his resume to kind of see where these people are coming from because, like you, I'd never heard of him before. Um, he's done a lot of like well, I will a lot of CW stuff like Gilmore Girls stuff really? like that stuff yeah. I would not have thought yeah would segue well into Gotham. I don't really the whole director writer area of shows I don't really pay much, pay much attention. attention to, <laughs> except in Supernatural. I know you do because I have my favorites in I Supernatural, we both and do. I'm gonna miss Adam Glass. I, I know. know he's gone on to bigger well not better things, but he's gone on to other things. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, this is, this was just, this was kind of watching it just to be like, okay, I'm still with you, Gotham. It was, I remember when it first aired and we were watching this and we're like, seriously, well, we're like, this is not going to get past the first season. At this point, we're like, yeah, they're going to get canceled. Yeah. It's Fox. This is this bad. This has got to get canceled, but we'll, we'll, we'll push through to the end. We'll power through it. We'll be there for them to the bitter end, (laughs) but it's going to end. And it ended up, they extended it to the full 22 episodes. And now it's been It finally found its stride, but it took a while. It was rough going. Yeah. It was some rough waters, but yeah, it did. I remember it starts picking up, I think relatively soon though. Yeah. But yeah. So it it was rough for a little while, but we'll yeah. get there. Okay, I think we have talked about just how rough it is. Yes, yes, we have. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> so uh, guys, send us tell us tell us how much you thought it was a rough episode. Yeah, or if you really really liked it, and tell us why. Please, please. Um, or if there's some cool bit of canon that we haven't picked up on that they didn't hit us over the head with. <laughs> Uh, send us an email at randomtpodcast at gmail.com. You can also message us on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com or you can tweet at us at randomtcasts. Um, and our website, randomtpodcast.com, has links to all our um, all our different shows, um, where to find us on iTunes, um, to download all our shows. Sure. Um, we're currently doing... Um, we're finishing up Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Um, to get ready for the third season. Mm-hmm. We're going to pick Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. up on the third season. Yes. Um, we're going to cover Agent Carter yes. in time for its second season. Yay. Um, when that comes back in the um, in the early uh, new Jan- year. Uh, yeah, yeah Jan- it's slated for January, but we have a date yet. Um, we have uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies cast yep. that we started that we started, and random movies, which is just like it sounds. It's just random movies that we watch and that we want to talk about. Yeah, if you have anything, to, uh, any movies to suggest to us to watch for that, please let us know. Okay. Anything else? 
uh, I thought I did, but I totally forgot. So no, we're <laughs> gonna go. We're not. gonna go with no. Oh, you can uh, on the website. You can also find uh, how to contact us personally on Twitter and Tumblr. Right, right. So you know, you want to get to know us. You can that's come. that's your like five minute clue to please send us stuff. Yeah, we're so Talk to us. Oh, we're also on iTunes, Pocket Casts, and Stitcher. Yes. And if there's okay. any other site that you think we need to be on and we're not, let yeah, us let know. us know. We're we'll we'll put that feed anywhere. We're easy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's time to stop. It probably is. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.